Welcome to Pauly's Podcast, presented by the Overtime Sports Network, Overtime Hockey Network, the podcast central of high school hockey. And so for all of the high school hockey fans out there, we're not going to leave you too long without bringing some content and original material to you. So, of course, we bring the man himself in, Ken Pauly, as we hang out in the uh, Benilde St. Margaret's locker room. It's kind of quiet. It's weird when there's not the bustle of the music and the kids and the coaches and practice game day preparations and everything and uh we have completed what we are calling the uh, covid season and we're going to bring you the covid season in in review just because we haven't said the word uh enough hey ken (laughs) how are you i'm doing good wags i'm doing good it's like the the fact that's so quiet in this locker room it's really been quiet in this locker room for the most part all year because of covid you know and uh very fair you know and let's and, and and let's face it it's like the um you know kind of in a season where uh, where getting to play was was was, was winning, um, you know, it, it was great that we were able to play, but we can't pretend that we all didn't didn't lose something this year either, you know. So, um, so the thing kind of come back in that locker room, it's like the things that make the game fun and worthwhile, being together, hang out in the locker room, you know, the the, the you know, when you linger after the loss or you linger after the win, all that stuff wasn't with us, so. Um, so I'm glad we got the season in. I think we're all thrilled we got the season in from that standpoint. But, you know, it's uh, it's got an asterisk next to it. Uh, it does. And we uh, we cobbled it together as a high school hockey community. It was uh, weird in some instances where here comes Duluth East. Whoops, wait, they were exposed to a team that had it shut down. Uh, I think the interesting part is everybody has really kind of come to accept the fact that Everything was different. Complaining wasn't going to change it. And I have to tell you, from your team to every team, what a terrific job done by everybody to be able to just suck it up, compete. Early part of the year, fewer fans, a few more. And and I just think the kids really proved what the beauty of high school hockey is about. And it's truly about the game and what goes on between the boards. Yeah, I mean, again, all the other stuff that we missed out on and 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 that that stinks but the the game i think we mentioned this uh, (laughs) several months ago probably back the game the game shines through and so even though at times it felt like an artificial atmosphere once the pucks drop once you start playing you're not aware of any uh, of anything so i think uh, yeah the game the game did shine through and we were able to get you know conference play and section play and state play and all that stuff in and 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 that's great, but as you mentioned, uh, you know Duluth East, and they were having uh, they were having a down year, so it was most likely they weren't coming out of that section. But you never know. I mean, they've they've come out of nowhere before. Uh, you got the defending state champion gets shut down. They don't get to defend their state championship in and uh, you know in, in Hill Murray. Um, you know, so you know that's a you know I think those things those things are a pretty big deal. It doesn't take. I mean, I still think the you know, you know for the most part. You know the best teams were there. It was too bad again that uh, that well, hill. You had Hermantown playing with the Herman JV Town, team. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, the play, oh yeah, that, that's, that's I, knew I, was, a, I knew I was missing yeah, something. Yeah, it, the, it, so the two it, defending it, champions got stunted, yeah, and the one that know. wanted the A, I think everybody's yeah. like, okay, yeah, whatever that was. And that and you know you, and right. that always takes a story. I mean, Hermantown, that was just like, you know, seriously. I mean, but uh, but I think all year uh, you still had. You know, Eden Prairie, Maple Grove, Lakeville South. You know, they proved they were for real. 
you know, you still have those teams yeah, there. Yeah, the big three there, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, it's too bad that Hill didn't get an opportunity to defend their state title. But, I th- again, I think everyone made, you know, made, made the best out of it. And I think when you and I were talking – you know, at the beginning of the year about, I mean, hell, we, we were about, thought we were staring in the abyss, like, okay, we're going to get completely shut down, get nothing in, and we're doing bridge seasons to try to bridge and kind of, you know, to, to get us to January, and, you know, we were able to get an 18-game season in with playoffs, so I, I think given all that, kind of getting back to your deal, I think uh, I think everyone, we, we, your word cobbled is a good one. It got cobbled together, and um, by no stretch of the imagination is what we were used to, but at least we got to do something. At the end of the day, it was different because that was the first state tournament I've, I've missed uh, since 97 in person uh, from press row or whatever it may have been. Um, so does that change what I viewed? Absolutely not, because I was in a couple local establishments absolutely enjoying uh, what I was seeing. So the game is the game, and that's the most important thing. And I think... What we say is high school hockey doesn't lose any footing based off of what happened this year, and, and credit to everybody that made it happen. Now, let's talk about the finish from your team. You guys had um, a, a really white-hot start, but you were very clear in your podcast to say, yeah, but we haven't been tested, right. and we'll see what happens. They did get tested. Um, multiple. I mean, you had a big stretch of games in there. Some played, I thought, very well. Others, you know, it was like, oh, what happened here? Um, then basically it kind of became you are who you were. Uh, what was your assessment on the finish there? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of the way we finished. Um, I, I think we, we were all very disappointed because we thought the season was going to be, was going to be different. And um, I think there were, some, there were some warning signs, just as you alluded to, Wags, that this wasn't what we thought it was going to be. Um, and, you know, again, we're proud of winning our conference, but that's not the primary goal, and the conference isn't that strong from top to bottom. And if you're struggling scoring, we, were, we weren't struggling to win, but we were struggling to score. And when you're struggling to score in those games, that's, that's a warning sign. And I saw some other early warning signs this summer and the fall that had me concerned that maybe we weren't the goal-scoring team that people thought we were going to be. And that's usually your calling card. Yeah, and we I mean, weren't. We weren't. Yeah, usually it's like if we're going to lose, it's, you know, it's not because... Seven to five. Yeah, and, and yeah. we are putting shots on net, but we just didn't have any boys who really could put the, you know, put the puck in the net on a consistent basis. So there was those warning signs, and I think this is, this is one of those years where uh, every time we, we were in the conference, and then we got in the non-conference play, and like you said... Some games we played good. Well, other games we didn't look like we looked like imposters. We didn't look like we mm-hmm. belong. Um, and and again, you know, kind of the old Parcells thing. You are what your record says you are. And and against you know the top teams, we were like zero and six. So that's not an accident. So we just we weren't where we wanted to be. And this is a year where, and this is kind of with the COVID thing too. And everyone's had it. We're, it's 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 not an excuse, <coughs> including me. Yeah, just you just explain. An explanation is not an excuse, but this was a year when all of a sudden we realized, okay, um, roles need to be reassigned, lines need, we need to redo some things, and you just didn't have it. Was, it was a season? Um, it, it, it was a season on warp speed. I say it was a season on warp speed, and so you just couldn't do a lot of things you needed to do to get to a point where you wanted to be the team. Uh, you, you at least try to get you know. 
If you're not the team you thought you were, then you have to kind of recreate that. And we didn't have time to do it. Now, with that said, you know, at, you know, you know, at the end of the year, we were able to get some, you know, we, you know, we finished up with, you know, wins over Holy Family and got a nice couple section playoff wins against Blake. And, you're and, right there and, in and the final, too. Yeah, you know, and we lost 3-2. It's like we weren't, you know, it's like, you know, I, I think uh, YZ did a good job. Got, but we you know, we played a great game against YZ the first time, and for, it, that was a 2-2 game with just a couple minutes left, and they dumped a couple in at the end. And we lost 3-2, and we're kind of banging on the door, got to a bad start. And so we certainly – I think that's the thing that's frustrating is I think the section was was there for just about anyone to take. Uh, and and we just we just did not um, – we just didn't get it done. Um, but I, I also think this is a year where um, – Honestly, I think this year where being a late conference team, the way the schedule was set was really an advantage to those guys because they get to play each other, which those are some of the top teams. You go to Eden Prairie, Tonka, you know, Wyzetti, Dinah, and I don't care. Those are tough games. And and they got to very early on play a lot of those games against each other, and iron sharpens iron, you know, and, and able to kind of get better with all that. And well, in some instances, they played three times. Yes, because and, they, yeah. you know, because you kind of had to keep it close in the conference, yeah. and you couldn't travel. But but heavy games, yeah. playoff games in a short period of time, yeah. makes you better. Yeah, and and and, the, and we just didn't get that. We just didn't get that opportunity. Didn't mean we could not overcome it. Uh, but we, we almost we did. did. We, we did. Yeah, we almost did. Um, so that was you know, that. That I think that's the part that was disappointing uh, for everyone involved was that uh, we just felt. But you know, Wags, you and I talked, you know, a few weeks about this just when you were having an informal conversation. You know, folks, it isn't, you know, and, and you hear the, you know, so-called so high school, high school experts, oh, with all that talent up in the middle, they're not winning. It's like, well, really? I mean, do we have as much talent as people think we have all the time? I mean, the answer to that question is no. Um, do we have talented kids? Yes. Do other people have talented kids? Yes. Um, but it all has to come together, well, it's, and it's not a matter of I, I, it's not a matter of okay, how many elite league guys you have, how many HP guys you have. It's like, and, and therefore that that translates into a win, and, and it simply doesn't. Well, it's not a, you know that's a really good point, and it's not a formula, and I think it's a dangerous area that high school hockey pundits can go because we're talking about kids, right. and and one of the things that that you have to look at is. There are a lot of factors that go into why things happen. But 90% of the time when you're on the other side of the glass and you're upstairs, you don't know half of what's going on downstairs. So it's, it's okay to pretend to not know because you really don't. Well, it, it's, that's, it, it is okay. And, you know, and that's, the thing is, though, you take, you take the good with the bad. You know, we, all, you know, we all like this for the fun that it is, but we have to keep it in, you know, in perspective as well. Um, and, and, and you do, uh, you know, listen, the high school, there's two things about high school. It's, it's the last time a lot of these kids are going to play on a team that, quote, unquote, matters. Almost all of them. Right? And, you know, but it also isn't the end of the world. <laughs> it isn't all that matters. And, and so you really have to balance you have, you have to balance those two things, you know. And, and, and can, can I, can yeah, I ask, please. can I jump in on that? I had a conversation with a friend of mine who has an incoming senior now, uh, a late conference parent. Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, we love to talk about, you know, this is happening, that's happening, this guy, that guy, la, 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 you know, the usual stuff you do. Um, but in the end, I said, it comes down to look at all the guys that you had 
from the uh, Bessie era, uh, Lebowski and all those kids, all the way through to Spencer Noss. There's maybe one or two, three, Bessie, Noss, and more that are still playing. So then you look at the rest of the kids and you say, did you make hockey your sole focus and purpose in life? Or did you make academics equally as important and do you have a good job? I think really that is the part that gets lost with hockey because we make that the focus and purpose as a community. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it, it's a, balancing, a balancing act. Of course, you know, it matters. You know, it, it matters from the standpoint of, I think, that we have a, a culture that's built on, on winning, right? I mean, let's face it. What's and, wrong and, with and winning? competition, that's right. And so that's, that's the goal. Uh, but I think you and, – and so that's the standard. The standard is to win. The standard is to get the state tournament and win it. However, and this goes back to what you said a few minutes ago, we are talking about high school kids. This isn't a junior program. Um, pro. It, it's not a you know, college pro. It, that, that's, not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not the sole focus. But at the same time, when you fall short, you're falling short. Yeah. And, and let's not, you know, you know let's, let's, let's not sugarcoat it. It's like I've always said, you know, you basically, you know, when you, when you win, you think it's the biggest deal in the world and you kind of, and everyone else knows it isn't. And when you lose, you get philosophical. Of course. Yeah, right? You, you start get waxing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like Thompson, believe me. I, I, Hilarious. I, I, know, I know a coach out there was all about winning. And then all of a sudden he was at a high school and he couldn't win. And all of a sudden it was about, you know, how many doctors he thought he produced. So it's like. He kind of cheats. Yeah, he kind of becomes yeah. what you got. Yeah, he kind of. That's sort of what I was he, trying he, to he, say. Well, he kind of I mean. he changes the narrative. So, I guess my my main point in this is is for us right now, and this is the thing where it's like, you know, we look at the fact that we fell short this year, and and you mentioned Bessie in that group and won the state championship, and that's nearly ten years ago, and it's been, and we've had a nine year absence, you know, from the state tournament. That's incredibly frustrating for everyone, you know, involved. Um, it, it's frustrating, but it's not. It's it's not a killer because that's not the the sole focus of the program. It's still the standard. We've been in two straight and, section finals, maybe even more. How many? Three, yeah, we've three, been three straight. We've three been straight in five, section yeah. finals. Uh, a penalty shot ends one. You lose by a goal in the other. Um, Double overtime loss. Yeah, just, I mean, so it's yeah, not yeah. like a, a lot of heartache. You could be saying we're looking to uh, gear up to go to our fourth straight, but you're not. No, um, and and that's the thing. We're, but we're we're not as far away as again. You're never as far as away as you think you are. You know, I I had a period there between you know you know oh six and twelve where I mean my team's won four or five straight section titles and I was state tournament four out of six years. So you're just getting that break away from being on that streak again. And you know, basically, what we like is we kind of as we look towards. You know, towards the summer, I think we're all looking to get back to uh, normalcy here. And do you do you yeah. feel as though from the rec center, from what's going on, from a you know how you guys get ready and and how many guys, whatever you're doing, do you feel like it's going to be pretty much wide open for you? I don't feel to be wide open, but it's going to be it's going to loosen up pretty quickly. I believe you know in the absence of a major spike here, some major issue. I think a lot of things you see it already. The grocery store, I see half people with masks, half, half don't. I mean, so I, 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 you know, again, up to these, each individual city, um, I think by July, I think we'll be at, at you know, as close to normal as, as we could be for a while. Um, I, don't, I don't have any special knowledge on that, but I, I, do, I, knew, I know that Jason's at least confident that things will loosen up. But, so, I, so I think with the you know, summer training program, we'll get back to be able to do 
the dry land we want to do and the classroom stuff we want to do. We'll be starting in June. We won't be starting in July. And, and like be able to go to a tournament or something. Well, well, you know, well, here's, mean, well here's the difference. Last year, I don't think I, I maybe spent two or three hours on the ice because I had to be the locker police. I had to take temperatures. I had to make sure. Basically, I had to try to. I had to take charge of being the off ice manager to make sure this thing happened. And that happened during the season too, where it's like if I wasn't the guy enforcing masks and all this stuff, it wasn't going to happen. So things get. You know, that's the other piece that people forget. It's like. We, I think a lot of high school coaches and programs pulled this off, and it wasn't effortless, but it, it freed people up to be kind of the hypercritical people that we are. But they also understand that just to hold this together, just to play, we have to do all these things we've never done just before. Just right to play. Yeah. Yep. And so what I'm looking forward to is getting a point where, you know what, I can actually work with my kids again this summer. Um you know, help develop, develop leaders, uh, you know, the leaders on the team. Um, actually have scrimmages, you know, yeah. uh, you know and, 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 and do some, you know, again, see what, see what some of the boys have. You know, so, I, I, so that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for. I'm sure that's what a lot of high school coaches are looking for. I think that's what everyone's looking forward to. It's like, can we, can we get back to normal here and, and get, get back at it? I think the summer festival is going to be fun. And by the way, that will be streaming live and online at the mnhockey.tv for those of you just tuning in shameless plug yeah okay speaking of the summer that transitions to uh, the upcoming season yeah. um your section changed i think who was added to it um someone else Armstrong got brought back they're in. back into two a they should be class name yep yeah um did they did they petition up or no they? i i think it might for i i think it was some bureaucratic mishap hopefully they could and I wish they'd they'd fix it because it's not good for they're kids. They're making some headway, some traction. Yeah, the they, they, nice, they're but. exactly. You know what? It's it's a smaller program. It's great for them. They were just a heartbeat away from getting the tourney a couple years ago for Class A. It's where they belong. It's it's too bad that they're uh, have to go double A. And hope it, it would be nice that that could get fixed. Uh, but uh, one of your guys uh, is the coach there. Yeah, Danny Charleston was assistant coach for us in 2012 and played for us in our 2001 title team and. Dave's a great job. Isn't that amazing? He's been 20 years. Well, that's, that's, that's yeah. That's crazy. You know, now he's coaching and a team. And now he's coaching. I mean, and, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, he's there, you know, basically. Yeah, and that's, and, and most of, again, about the 160, you know, programs in this in this state, uh, the vast majority of coaches are, uh, you know, basically, you know, you know, grinding out, going every day with no promise of anything. And so those are, you know, we talk about coaches of the year, and those guys rarely get, um, really get recognized. And, buddy, you don't look a day older. <laughs> Seriously, you look good. You wear it well. Um, your thoughts, though, on this? The, you know, obviously, the, the 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 team that's coming in this year is going to be different than the one we had last year. Um, we've got some younger players. You know, we're probably not going to go hard on names here, but yeah. you know, to get excited about, I think about Drew Stewart and the campaign he had last year, coming in midway through, yeah. and um, you know, you see nothing but upside there. Yeah, we're excited about. I mean, Drew Drew's the real deal, but we have a lot of other kids that we believe are, um, you know, not, you know, young and talented players who can uh, uh, will fill in quite nicely. Uh, but I also think it becomes. Uh, one of those things where you can over rely on that. It's like you know what, just you know, work on becoming a good team, uh, and, and not and and then maybe it, just to kind of as we kind of pick through the, you know, do the autopsy of the season. You know, maybe just a little bit too much talking about how much talent we have, who's good, who's less talk, a little more action. Yeah, you know what? It's like you know what? Let's it just maybe a little bit too much of that. 
and let's go back to kind of you know you know uh, you know building a team around here. Hey, no one's kidding anyone. Anyone. It's like you don't you know Eden Prairie doesn't win without Blake, right? No, nope. he'd be the first one to say no it. Chance. You know, and Lang and Bruder and all the talent they had over there. You know, you get right down the line. You 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 you, you better have horses, and but, and those horses better. But you better be building a team. And the fact is, is you rely on the other players. They need to be there. Oh, you I get guess. some big goals from other guys. It, you cannot get by with one line. And, and everybody's got a line of talent, right? It's how the other kids, are they accepting their roles? Is everybody, you know, are we a happy bunch or are we a brooding bunch? Yeah. And believe you me, with the number of teams I observe, body language is worth a thousand words. I'll point out the brooding teams. If your team can be a happy group and everybody knows how they're they're actually, I hate to say it, but rowing the boat, yeah, uh, it really matters. Well, you know, and I think and that kind of uh, that dovetail is kind of nice to know what we were talking about just earlier with even how we finished. It's like, and that's why I was proud of last year's team is that even though it didn't go the way we wanted to, uh, they didn't quit, and I re- I rarely have any teams that quit on me and 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 on each other, which is more important. Um, you know, because they can hate me all they Can't want, have it. as long as they don't quit on each other. And so the fact that we were able to beat, um, you know, a highly competitive Blake team, uh, a Cretan team that had racked up, a lot, you know, a lot of wins, um, you know, lo- lose by, you know, even down three nothing away that we poured a couple goals in the end, and we're, we were we were pulled goalie storming for the third one. That's a team that doesn't quit. That's a team that's hanging in there. And, and so that is, you know, so again, we can be self-critical. Oh, we didn't make the state tournament, but you know what? We were a team. We were fighting to the end. And that's the thing right now. We just need to, we, we feel we have some, um, some great young talent. I, I also think we have some, uh, some seniors who get it, who I'm excited to see next year. Biggest question mark for us is net. Carson Limes was the net for four years for us. Um, but what I think is exciting is I think we're going to have, there's no one who's, um, you know, preordained to be it. Um, you, and I, you, you and I are former goalies. I, we need to get some competition in that net, and uh, and see you know see who emerges. So it's it is going to be it is going to be fun to discover um, what we can be and what this thing's going uh, what this thing's going to look like. Well, you can close a season on a loss on a high note. When you do what you did, you beat the number one seed in Crete and Durham Hall. Then you go into uh, you had Blake as well, and then you had Wyzetta. Uh, who I felt was really the true number one seed, and you push them to the limit as you nearly score. Most important part is you accomplish the objective of being a unit, and the kids that are coming back know what that means, and um, you have a a launching pad from which to really work this summer with maybe the shackles taken off with the COVID restrictions. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. When you you do this, and I think that's... When it gets down to it... um, like you said, this is the last time your kids play high school. When they play high school hockey, it matters. It's not the end of the world, but you know what? Every one of us, uh, whether it's the players, the coaches, in a very public way, public way, we're putting our ass on the line. And sometimes you get it. More times than not, you don't get it. But that's 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 part of it. You put your butt on the line. You get after it, and, and we'll see what happens. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can go on a nine-year run. And uh, but but if not, nice uh, but but but. But, but if not, we're in the arena fighting. We're in the arena trying to make it happen. That's fantastic. Hey, I owe you a personal debt of gratitude. Thank you. Really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, on one Sunday, uh, Ken and I were chatting on the phone, and uh, I thought I had COVID. 
I wasn't sure, but I felt terrible. Yeah. And this man just said, dude, um, just stop everything. I was at the National Sports Center filming soccer, showcase stuff, whatever. I stopped everything. He told me exactly what to expect. I got hit pretty hard. You got hit pretty hard. Yeah. We're mid-50s, so, yeah. I mean, whatever. We're not like the 20-somethings that just go, oh, I had the sniffles. And uh, if it weren't for you kind of breaking it down for me and saying, hey, this is what to expect, yeah. I would have freaked out. And uh, I appreciate your words and just, just in a very direct way said, boom, 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 boom. It was terrific, so thank you. Well, I, I have to, you know, thank you know Mike McMillan helped me with Mac. that too. So I should be so, thanking so, Mac. Yeah, so yeah, that's I'll, hilarious. So, so I'll, hopefully, I'm not violating uh, medical confidentiality for, for Mac. He can sue me later, but yeah. you know, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, but it's when you when, when you get it, you know, it's you, there's you, no way the human body sweats that much. Yeah, <laughs> it's just bizarre. All right. All right, we'll leave it on that note. Isn't that a great way to end this podcast? Absolutely. I mean, only like we can. We started with no, COVID. I mean, that's, we like, with COVID. that's what friendship's sure, about. Sure. And, okay. you know, Mac took care of you and indirectly took care of me. and you, you know, So oh, I appreciate okay. that. So anyway, it sounds like we're all kind of out of the weeds with this thing. You and I got it at about the tail end of tail ends. You could get it from what it sounds like, at least at this stage. So anyway, I'm looking forward to getting it all behind us and getting on to what should be a really terrific high school hockey season. I think Ken and I, I might do an impromptu with you out at the high school hockey festival because I'm going to be doing some tests at Braemar. Or, well, sadly, we will not. I think I'll have, doing a, it? I'll have a JV over there. My varsity is going to be up in Duluth. Um, because Heritage? It, yeah, no, we're, oh, Mars. We're, we're in the Mars, and uh, we were shut out of that. Obviously, <coughs> last year, we were disappointed. We'd love to go do that tournament. It's too bad they're the same weekend they are, okay, but, gotcha. but, 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 but we're eager to... We're well, eager then we'll to, follow up after Mars. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk. Okay, perfect. We'll have another podcast in a couple months. For Ken Pauly and Pete Wagner, so long, everybody.